This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Machine Learning. Okay, this book is called Lean Thinking, Banishing Waste and Creating Wealth in Your Corporation by James B. Walmack. He says that... uh, Lean thinking shifts management concern away from assets and finances and focuses them on the perspective of the customer. Value is provided through the supplier and gives the customer exactly what they want when they want it and produces value. I think that's really important because what it's saying is that um, you can employ just-in-time inventories to reduce down your inventory and you can move from batch processing large amounts of product to producing products that uh, the customer wants when they want it. And so that form of thinking uh, increases profitability, reduces down inventory, which is a liability, and um, gives value to the customer quicker. Lean thinking provides immediate value by converting waste into value. Value is the conscious attempt to precisely define value in terms of a specific product with specific capabilities and price through a dialogue with the customer. Managers need to rethink along product lines and not existing assets and technologies. The value stream has three components. The problem-solving task, number one. Number two, information management. Number three, transformative task. The value stream exposes and finds many steps that create no value and should be immediately avoided. How does so much waste occur and for so long of time? Well, because uh, corporations are chasing profit and so they're focused on um, providing functionality that their highest um, paying customers are willing to pay for and as a result, they're missing a lot of the value stream that is in the lower paying customer sectors. And so they're missing those innovations and problem solving tasks. It's the inventor dilemma. Um, So if you go read that book, it it illustrates that that segmentation uh, that is a lower paying customer base is being ignored because the management's chasing after higher margins. Because the departments or parties are not accountable or forced to explain their products, processes, or service to each other, okay, that's one reason, but that's not the main reason. I think the main reason is uh, the focus of the senior management. And secondly, there exists the matter of confidentiality and non-disclosure, creating barriers and artificial dependencies. Yeah, but there's not cooperative sharing of information. Uh, then, you know, there is this artificial dependency. That's one reason why open source has been so successful, is that it breaks down some of these confidentiality barriers, and allows uh, the uh, the market to to benefit from the 
from the uh, open source community. And a classic example of that would be sklearn or Python. It's open community software. It's super fast, and it's uh, becoming widely accepted by most of the world because of the rich uh, ecosystem that exists inside of the open source community. Even though the language is probably not as good as C Sharp or Java, um, the adoption rates of Python are so fast that uh, it will become the dominant language of the future and run most of the business logic or the corporate logic. Because of this... Um, the, the sharing of services, libraries, and uh, processes that can be incorporated using Python. Okay, value stream begins with one thing at a time and more efficient than batch. Batch processing is the culture of the farmer. The farmer culture has replaced the hunter culture. The hunter culture is more efficient as it seeks to build what the customer wants when the customer wants it or in other words, on-demand production. So the, the farmer culture would be like to produce a million cars, put them on a lot, and then uh, sell them to distributors or to um, uh, car sales lots, and then each year bringing in new models and then giving providing manufacturing incentives to sell the older cars and so that in a way there's a lot of excess inventory and trying to get the exact inventory is going to be a challenge so that uh, some of the losses are transferred on to the customer on-demand production destroys the need for forecasting and lets the customer pull the product when needed lean thinking cuts production thorough times through times by 90 percent and reduces inventory by 90 percent Batch processing or mass uh, production thinking results in stagnation, which leads to cost cutting and innovation incentive killer. Lean thinking starts with the analysis of flow. The manufacturing process is divided into cells. Each cell represents one or more sequences of assembly and transformation processes. A tub is passed between each cell and triggers a series of events to start in the cell. The parts associated with the tub are built exactly and immediately, and any process or resource that does not contribute value in the flow is removed. Higher demand cells are placed at the beginning of the flow. Cells can be run in parallel, creating an economy of scale load balance. A critical failure can stop all the production. Quality teams constantly analyze the flow for defect, and workers in the cell are allowed to respond and communicate problems and suggestions for improvement. <coughs> Lean thinking begins with pull. Customers pull products from the producer and remove the need for forecasting and excessive inventory sizes. Machines are equipped with fast transforming technologies allowing for a diverse combination of assembled options for parts and products moving from the cell to cell. Lean thinking is better than MRP. Lean thinking removes the slack time in schedule errors 
and miscalculations in forecasting quantity amounts and types. Lean thinking must be applied to all aspects of product creativity, creation, and delivery. The lean thinking removes any flow issues associated with getting the correct product to the customer quickly and accurately and efficiently. Lean thinking produces, replaces mass production processing engineering and exposes process weakness because factories have tolerated and managing these failures as part of the mass production cycles. Lean product exposes these weaknesses and replaces them with more feasible solutions. Manufacturing perfection is impossible. However, thinking about the perfection leads to inspiration and innovative solutions. Lean thinkers bring abundance to the market, transform non-standard product into standardized products and increase customer value. The value of lean thinking is continuous improvement in quality product and product. You know, it's uh, interesting as I think about lean thinking and innovator dilemma that they somewhat um, go hand in hand because if the consumer is desires to have a product um, and they have to select from a um, from products that they are or more maybe outside of their price range, then they cannot afford it. And so that becomes an inhibitor. If you can produce a product that can maybe not function, uh, maybe it meets 70% of the consumer's needs and requirements, but there's a market that gets created there and it's a lower cost, then that will attract competition and then the functionality will immediately begin to surge forward. And that's exactly what happened in the Python world is that there was a need for a simpler language and uh, universities were writing in C originally, but it was requiring lots of expensive hardware and software to run their languages and so as personal computers became more popular then students were able to uh, develop using um, free software which they were able to download and begin doing their machine learning and AI work using Python. Well now that that's become popular and a large group of sector is using that, um, there's more jobs that are paying for Python programmers and because there's a larger skill set that now have been trained in Python, I think that uh, we will see that Python will become a dominant language and a higher paid, higher paying salaries in the future. So this is again kind of the same idea with the lean production is that you're meeting a consumer need in a possibly in a lower sector uh, and being able to react to producing products on demand and as a result are producing what the customer wants on demand at a price that they can afford there will be a larger number of uh, of consumers that are willing to buy that way 
and so that you will have to, you won't have to carry these large inventories and so possibly in the future cars will be the same way when electric cars uh, can be mass produced let's say within a day you can have a car produced so you receive your order in uh, all the specifications at a, a agreed upon price and then the robots assemble the car on demand and uh, the car is delivered to your home uh, within the week so those are those are new paradigm shifts that I think uh, that lean production could offer. Same was uh, the Japanese have used this lean production in vendor machines and uh, buying food. And you can kind of see that going with the fast food uh, business with robotics that you, you go into a kiosk, you place your order, and then the machines will correctly uh, cook the, assemble the, the materials um, and then cook it and then deliver the uh, your food uh, on demand and so if that if that process can be done in a process that's fast um, and cheap then it will become uh, more popular as there's a shortage of, of labor that that exists in the in the markets now